1: Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, the Word Church.
2: And I'm Keisha Haney from Ramah Word of Faith, the Word Church.
1: Again, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Scripture also says in Hebrews 11, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So uh I always let people know, you know, faith is having confidence and trust and reliance on what God said. And not just knowing that, but acting on it, actually doing it. And, and I just want to say, uh, you know, I was talking earlier to my general manager about uh, religion, denominations. You know, we seem to, to get taught that. But but Jesus came teaching the gospel uh, of the kingdom of God. And we kind of forget that all the time in the body of Christ the church. But we can never forget that. And scripture says Jesus gave us an example That we shall follow. So, if he came talking about the the kingdom of God, and he, as we go through this uh, broadcast, you'll find out through Scripture what he meant by that. But first, I have to take it back to Isaiah. I believe that's Isaiah 55, where he says, "Unto us a, a son is given; a child is born." And of the increase of his kingdom or his government, there shall be no end. So that was Isaiah prophesying about the birth of Jesus and this kingdom that he was going to usher in. And the kingdom of God is actually the kingdom from heaven. Remember Matthew 6, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this is God's kingdom, God's government, God's way of doing things. Jesus came to reintroduce that, that. To humanity to mankind and bring it to the earth and jesus demonstrated that constantly as he walked the earth as he started fulfilling his ministry and with that said if you go get your bibles go to mark chapter 1 4 verse 14 and sister keisha is going to read for me could you read mark chapter 1 verse 14 and 15.
2: mark 1 14 through 15 now after john was put in prison jesus came to galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel.
1: See what he said? Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Now, repent is an old English word, which means to go back to the top. The penthouse is always located at the top. Re means to go back. R e. So Jesus said, repent, let's take you back to the top. I'm going to take you back to where Adam began before the fall. So that's what repent. And remember, the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, the kingdom of God, again, is the kingdom from heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's God's will. So Jesus came to reintroduce the kingdom of heaven to earth. So he that's the first words he said as he started his earthly ministry. So with that said, again, it's not about denominations. It's not about religion. It's about the kingdom of God. And mm-hmm. as we keep moving forward in the New Testament, we're going to find out a little more and more about this kingdom. You had Googled, how many scriptures did you find earlier on the kingdom of God?
2: Uh, fifteen.
1: At least fifteen scriptures. And most of them probably were in the New Testament
2: mm-hmm.
1: on the kingdom of God. So as you're studying the Bible, you know, start highlighting kingdom, kingdom of God. Now there's the kingdom of God and there's also the kingdom of darkness. And we're going to see that as we over in the book of Colossians. The kingdom of darkness is that realm where Satan rules where God plays Satan at and it's called it's it's based on ignorance not knowing that's why the scripture says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge so you don't want he says we've been translated out of darkness into the kingdom of God or the kingdom of light the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven kingdom of light all the same so as you go to John chapter 3 verse 3 through 7 read that for me sister Keisha if you please
2: John 3, 3 through 7. Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God.
1: Okay, another translation say he cannot know the kingdom of God. So here's the deal. Unless you got saved or born again, the kingdom of God doesn't have anything to do with you. It won't come in you. Because the scripture says, greater is he that's in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. So so. The same Romans 8, 11, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. Also referred to as the Holy Spirit that we receive, it says in the book of Acts. So unless one is born again, receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, believe it in their heart, confess with their mouth that God sent Jesus to be a sin sacrifice for humanity. And not only that, that God raised them from the dead. You got to believe that and declare that out of your mouth. Because the Bible says with the heart one believes, with the mouth confession is made in Romans uh, 10, 8. It says, unless you do that, believe that and declare that you're not saved, meaning the kingdom of God has not come near you. It's not in you yet. You can't see. You can't know. You can't partake of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Again, so just want to let you know that. So Jesus told, was that Nicodemus he told that? Verse 4. Yeah, and it was Nicodemus, though, right? Yes. He wanted to know how to get born again. And he, if you read on, did he ask, Well, how can one, do I go through my mother's womb again? Yes, please.
2: Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, "Most most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So
1: basically this, this new born again experience is not a natural one. It's not you going back, coming out your mom's womb. You're born of the spirit, the power of God. So that's what it means to be born again. That's what it means to be in the kingdom or have understanding of the kingdom or know the kingdom. And as we just keep moving forward, there's a scripture in Colossians, Colossians 1, 12. Read that for me, uh, sweetheart. Sister Keisha.
2: Colossians 1.12. Given thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light.
1: He, he called us saints in light. What's the opposite of light? Darkness. Right. There's a kingdom of light and there's a kingdom of darkness. Mm-hmm. There's a kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, and there's a, the kingdom that Satan rules over, which is called, referred to as the kingdom of darkness. So he said he allowed us... Giving thanks to the Father, he's allowed us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light.
2: Well, Go and, ahead. Uncle. And he didn't even, re- and it wasn't even allowed. He said he qualified us.
1: Right, right. He's qualified. Jesus qualified us. Mm-hmm. Remember, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, Mm -hmm. that we may become the righteousness of God. And also in the kingdom, you're now righteous. You've been declared righteous. Upon your confession of faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, believing that God sent him to be a sin sacrifice for humanity and that he raised him from the dead, you now been declared righteous Mm -hmm. and you're in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. You can't be in the kingdom of God and not righteous. You can't be righteous and in the kingdom of God, they go together. It's like wet and water, you can't separate them. So he said, keep reading.
2: He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love.
1: So he, he so he he did what from darkness?
2: He delivered us. He
1: delivered us from
2: uh-huh. from, the from the means I
1: ain't there from the power of darkness. That's mm-hmm. the power that Satan has. Mm-hmm. He delivered us because here's the deal. We were all born sent mm-hmm. sinners. Mm-hmm. You're born sinner. You get born again. You're born winner. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God came, the scripture says that Jesus came, he died for the ungodly. So, all of us who are born into the earth realm, that's why he told Nicodemus that. That's one is born of water and the spirit. He cannot see the kingdom of God. So, all of us are born into, when we're born into this world, We're born into darkness. Mm -hmm. That's why everybody has to get born again. That's why the scripture says there's only one mediator between God and man. And that's the man, Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's why the scripture says God so loved the world. He gave his son. So you have to get born again in order to be in the kingdom of God, in order to be declared righteous, in order to, to, to start getting revelation and understanding from God. He's not really speaking to you because you're really not in the family. The scripture says over in John, as many as received him, Mm -hmm. Jesus, he gave them the right to become children of God. So again, when you get born again, save, you're now a child of God. You're now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're now in the kingdom of God, which is from heaven. You're now in the light. So now you can receive revelation. The Holy Spirit comes to live in you. The same Spirit that said that raised Christ from the dead in Romans eight eleven lives inside of us and gives life to our mortal bodies through His Spirit that dwells in us. So we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. and what?
2: And conveyed us into the kingdom of the now Son. Now, conveyed of son. is a,
1: is a real estate term meaning transferring of, of title. Right. Right, so we, our title now is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, our is our name. My name is now, and also, when you get born again and saved, your name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Mm-hmm. Your name is in the book and it can't get blotted out. God don't kick you or blot out your name because you made a mistake. Because right. remember, you're righteous now. Right. You're the righteous, so God, when he sees us, he sees us in Christ, and we look good because Christ looked good. Right. That's why the scripture say in Ephesians, he made us sit together in heavenly places, with Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, so read that again. I love that verse of Scripture. Verse. Yeah, you read it all. It's all good.
2: He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins.
1: There it is right there. There it is. And that power of darkness, that that's where Satan dwells at. So we all were in that power of darkness. But now we have forgiveness of sin, of sin through the redemption, of, through his blood. And that's the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell people, that's why Scripture scriptures say there's only one mediator between God and man, that's the man Christ Jesus, because his blood shed for us. His blood has sanctified and separated us from the world, the flesh and the devil. Mm-hmm. See, we're not a part of the devil's family anymore because we're born again. Right. And that's what Nicodemus was saying. Well, how can one get born again? Well, how can one? And Jesus just responded Unless one is born again, he cannot see or know the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell a lot of people, you can't tell everybody, everybody ain't going to believe what you believe, especially if you're saved born again. Because the Bible says the natural man does not receive the things of God for they are foolishness to him. Mm-hmm. So unless one gets born again, then he's open to receive revelation. And revelation is a higher degree of understanding. That's God speaking directly to your spirit and illuminating that to your mind. That's why our minds, that's why we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. We now, as we feed on God's word, which is truth, which is the highest form of reality, it it transforms our thinking. We now have the mind of Christ as we feed on that word. Mm -hmm. So you got to feed on this word as it relates to kingdom. Like you say, there's how many scriptures you found? Fifteen. Fifteen in the New Testament that talked about kingdom of God. I don't see anything in the Bible talks about religion or denomination, Right. I I don't I don't see that because Christianity having a relationship with God is not a religion. Right. It's a relationship, it's a fellowship.
2: Right. It
1: is scripture says in Romans uh we're now heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. That sounds like relationship. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fellowship. That sounds like family to me. Right. Don't sound like religion. Religion to me is a bunch of rituals and rules and regulations. Right, That's what religion is. And religion was already set up when Jesus came Came. preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. That's why he said, I have fulfilled the law. Right. Uh, It was already there. And it was the same religious spirit that was roaming in folks that said, yo, crucify him. Mm -hmm. Because he said, you know, he was from God.
2: Right. And if they understood, even then, scripture says that they wouldn't have never even had him crucified if they understood the difference between that religion and relationship right, right. and well
1: what he but came see to that the kingdom of darkness was still floating around and having people believe dark knowledge. So it said had they known they would not have crucified. Right. Known means you didn't know. Had right. they had they known means you had understanding. But they had no not understanding right. of what Jesus came to do. In what his mission and purpose was mm-hmm. the ones that yo, know, crucified him mm-hmm. you know later the disciples and the ones that he was training up to uh, restore back to their, their rightful standing before the fall they were getting understanding but in the end they really got it mm-hmm. and, and we got it today because i tell people revelation knowledge just it, it, the word of god is ever giving birth to new facets of revelation That's like seed, Mm -hmm. but you have to water the seed with more word and water. You got to meditate on it. Like he told Joshua, meditate on my word daily and nightly and observe to do all that's written in it. And then you'll make your way prosperous. And then you Mm -hmm. have this. Because meditation brings revelation or understanding. And revelation or understanding gives you the faith you need to step out on the word. So basically God wants us because we're heirs with him and joint heirs with Christ. He Mm -hmm. wants us to identify with him. Mm -hmm. And God is the righteous one. and we're his children, so that makes us righteous because we're heirs with God and joint heirs heirs with Christ Christ. Jesus. Again, God is righteous. Mm -hmm. Jesus is righteous. Mm -hmm. So now when we receive Jesus, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus because the scripture says that in Corinthians, for he who knew no sin was made sin for us, that we may be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. See, we're always in Christ Jesus, we're righteous.
2: I think, too, that once we are able to identify with him we become liberated from the things that have us bound i mean we become liberated from that difference between religion and relationship we begin to know our place we begin to know our stands that we are the righteousness of god and even even when we make mistakes or even when we um, even when we have a little doubt you know and unbelief i mean they it shows all throughout scriptures that he knew, Jesus knew who was going to have that doubt and unbelief. And and the thing is, is that, you know, like you say, a righteous man will fall seven times, but he gets back up. So as we continue to fall, as we continue to know our identity in him and, and our right standing with him, then we begin to become free.
1: I like what you said about that uh, identity and, and, and continue. You said continue like three times. Mm-hmm. Jesus said... To those who believe, if you continue in my word, mm-hmm. then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. See, you just spoke in line with that. You like identity free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing your identity in God mm-hmm. frees you up. And that's what God wants us to do again, identify with him through Jesus and, and, and be freed up right. from, from anything that the kingdom of darkness lied to us about who we were. Remember, the scripture said, if you be Christ, you are a new creation. Mm -hmm. Old things are past. Behold, all things have become new. You're something that you never were before. You're born of God now. So you're in the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom from heaven. The scripture said your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Scripture also said, I believe it's the first or second Peter, that your citizenship or Philippians, your citizenship is now in heaven Mm -hmm. because that's where your name is written now. I tell people all the time: When you get born again, heaven rejoices. Heaven has a celebration, a party just for you, right? Because scripture says they rejoices when one person gets saved. So we got to understand that we're in the kingdom now, mm-hmm. and we have to learn. Remember, Jesus said, "If you continue in my word," mm-hmm. in Ma- Matthew eleven, Jesus said, "Come, learn of me." You got to come and learn how kingdom folk operate, right? And then I believe Matthew thirteen it talks about the word of the kingdom. See, the word of the kingdom comes out of the Bible. Right, New Testament, mostly, <laughs> uh, which I refer to as the handbook, the owner's manual, the constitution mm-hmm. for the kingdom of God. And again, a lot of people, they've they been taught that, and I believe that's what Jesus meant when he said, you know, beware of wolves and sheep's clothing. There's going to be a lot of people coming in and deceiving the flock, meaning deceiving people, getting them caught up in religion and denominationalism. Mm-hmm. Paul said, you know, as Christ divided. God wants us to be one. Jesus said, Father, I pray that they be one as we are one. Anyway, you know, shameless plug, Raymond Word of Faith Empowerment Ministries. That's what we pastor. And and we're Bible teaching ministry, and we teach people, you know, the laws, the principles of the kingdom, the laws of faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, you you have to have faith in what Jesus said, Mm -hmm. not what mom and them may have taught you about the denomination, about religion. You got to have faith in what Jesus said. Jesus said, you know, no one has left houses, lands or jobs or mothers and sisters or fathers for my sake and the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's the gospel of the kingdom. Who won't receive in this time those things? And again, we have to, you know, a lot of times we, we believe what we learned growing up and it probably was dark knowledge. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the truth from the word of God. And we, and we believed it because that person that told us probably was an authority figure in our lives. Right. But Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So I got to go back to the word of God, especially if I'm saved, I can get understanding for myself. I can get revelation. And also the scriptures tells us also in Ephesians four, that he gave son to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipment of the saints. Mm -hmm. You got to have a ministry leader in your life. You have to have a pastor. If you're out there as a Christian and you're a long ranger, you're out of order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say it. You're out of order Mm -hmm. because God is a God of order. He's a God of order, you know, day and night, summer, cold, you know, Mm -hmm. spring and fall. He's a God of order. And he tells us in the New Testament, you know, I want I'm going to put somebody in your life to help develop you, help Mm -hmm. grow you up to reach your full purpose. Mm -hmm. Because we're full of potential, especially when we get born again. That potential just gets uh, amplified Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and God's going to put people in our lives to help us bring it out. We got another scripture I want to go to is Luke. Chapter 17, verse 20 through 21. And we're still talking about the kingdom because mm-hmm. it's all about the kingdom. In our ministry, in our building, we have banners to talk about, you know, advancing the kingdom of God. You know, Matthew six again, Jesus said, you know, pray in this manner. You know, our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. See, that's the deal. God wants to bring some heaven to earth. His kingdom, God's kingdom is in heaven. And again, we're going to see in Luke 17 once we get saved where that kingdom is. We found out in John 3, you can't know or see the kingdom unless you're born again. Mm -hmm. But look what he just said in Luke 17, 20 through 21. Read.
2: Luke 17, 20 through 21. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you.
1: Whoop! There it is. The kingdom of God is in you. Mm -hmm. Well, it comes in you when you get saved, when you get born Mm -hmm. again, when you get filled with the spirit. Remember, what's that? Acts chapter one, verse eight. Read that real quick. I know you didn't have it in your notes, but it's a a scripture we must go to. But Acts one and those who are listening, go to Acts chapter one, verse eight. So he says the kingdom of God is in you. And Jesus said what in
2: Acts one, eight in one, eight. He says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and And to the the end of the the earth." earth.
1: Okay. well, you shall receive power. That's that Holy Ghost power that dwells in you. That's it. That's how the kingdom comes in you. You get a new spirit. You're a spirit living in a body. When you get born again, you get your spirit basically gets awakened to God. Mm-hmm. God comes to dwell and live inside of you. Scripture says in Romans 8, 8, 11, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and gives life to your mortal body through his spirit that lives in you. Mm-hmm. So God comes to live inside of you, which awakens your spirit. And now you can have relationship, fellowship with God. You can hear the voice of God clearly now. Because you're in the p- family, remember? You're heirs with God, you're joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. God wants you to know everything. Back to that spirit he talked about in uh, Acts 1-8, the Holy Spirit. That's your God connector right there. That's the right. one that allows you to connect with heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people think, you know, it's something spooky. But that's how, that's your power source, basically. Right. And, and you want to get born again if you ain't born again. You know, I always tell people, if I wasn't born again, you know what i do? I, I'd get, get born, born again, again. because mm-hmm. that's the only way I'm gonna have fellowship with the with God. And here's the I tell people all the time: the one that created a thing, nor no knows more about that thing than anyone else. So God created all things. Scripture says that. If you keep reading in Colossians, go back to that Colossians again. Just read, pick up on that again after verse nine. Colossians, he talks about who this God is. Keep reading.
2: After just um,
1: just read right there wherever you at
2: I'm at verse 9 Go read For this reason we also since today we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the Lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God
1: Ooh, there it is keep reading
2: Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering With joy, giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. Keep going. He is the image of the the invisible God.
1: It is right there. He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God.
2: The firstborn over all creation. Woo, go ahead. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. That's
1: what I wanted. to do. All things were created by him that are in heaven and on earth. Go ahead.
2: Visible and invisible. Oh,
1: there's some visible things and some invisible things, but they've been created by him.
2: Whether thrones or dominion or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence.
1: There it is right there. So God created everything. So like I said, in order for you to have understanding, you have to connect to the one that created you and have fellowship and relationship with him. He's going to reveal, like it says in Corinthians, the deep things of God. (laughs) Excuse me. He's going to reveal the deep things of God to you. So again, visible and invisible. So we have to understand that God is the creator. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. So that's why there's only one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. That's why Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, Mm -hmm. and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through the Son. And and you got to still go back to what Jesus came preaching, the gospel of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. You're in the kingdom. So your allegiance, I tell people, I'm going to leave you guys with this. It might hurt a little but the word is a two-edged sword. Your allegiance now, because scripture said, because he died for us, we ought to live for him. Jesus right. came promoting the kingdom of God, that government. So your number one allegiance should be not to your country, wherever you're born at, but to the new kingdom that you've been born again in. Mm-hmm. Yes, your allegiance should be to God. Right. And I know we've been programmed to pledge allegiance to this, that, and the other, But my scripture, my Bible says God is a jealous God. God wants us to have allegiance on him he wants us to see him as our source not our political party not our parents but him he wants to have a relationship with us personally he wants to fellowship with us he wants to reveal deep things to us so he says you know the scripture says looking unto jesus run with endurance the race that's set before you looking unto jesus as the what
2: Author and the finisher
1: of our faith. There it is. The Mm -hmm. the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher. He said, I want to be your source. Mm -hmm. Who's that? The psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm -hmm. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Green Mm -hmm. pastures means I have no cares. I cast my cares on the Lord. I have no worries. Actually, in the kingdom, he tells you, don't worry about anything. That's kingdom lifestyle. Right. Not worrying about anything. Well, anyway, we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. And we want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking walking by faith.